0: Ladies and gentlemen, Josh is about to come on and truly help you be richer in a lot of different ways, especially with your mindset and creating the life of your dreams. Before we dive into that, you are someone who's becoming your greatest possible self. You're stepping up, you're stepping in, and I acknowledge you. Anything I could do to support you, send me a message. Let me know about your growth, your journey how the show has made a difference for you, let's talk. I want to build a relationship with you, and I love you. You are a huge, huge impact on me, just being you, just showing up, continuing to support us with the 12-hour marathon, and I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, subscribe to the show if you haven't done that yet so you can keep getting all the latest updates. And if you want to message me directly, facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns. Instagram at IamMillionaireChris, email Chris at BeYourGPS.com. We'd love to hear from you, hear what your biggest takeaways are from the show, and continue to build our relationship. Next up is the iTunes review of the week, and this week it's by... Helped me shed my layers. I think they put that in the name instead of the <laughs> title headline. Uh, helped me s- shed my layers. Said Chris is an inspiring breath of fresh air. This podcast will enlighten and encourage even the thickest skinned of us to shed the tough exterior and dive deeply inward. Thank you so much, Mister Miss Shed Shed My Layers. And if you want to give us a review, go to iTunes. Search on on the Apple Podcast. Uh, greatest possible self. Just type that in. You'll see our podcast come up and I appreciate the feedback. Definitely subscribe so you can keep getting all the latest episodes and updates. We release a new episode every day. So let's do it. Let's keep growing together. Let's introduce Josh and bring him on the screen. Before that though, Grab a piece of paper. Grab a pen. I'm sure he's going to be sharing tons of great resources and exercises and strategies. We've already been swapping some epic resources together, so I know he's he's full of wisdom. He's up to big things, and you're definitely going to want to stay tuned all the way through till the end because this guy's a freaking powerhouse surrounded by legends, and he is an amazing human being himself. So stay tuned, and let's introduce him and bring him on the screen because Josh – is on a mission to make mental health a conversation we can openly have. In his late 30s, he had become a depressed, anxiety-ridden, newly diagnosed bipolar, alcohol-dependent guy. Stress from his television career and shameful financial ruin from a failed tech startup finally caught up with him. To silence the mental pressure shrouded in dark stigmas. But they don't have to be. You are not flawed, broken, or to be shamed. You are in fact quite normal. The modern world is triggering the crap out of our brains. Amen. And we just haven't been taught how to manage it all mentally yet. Josh is passionate about coaching people because we absolutely can live healthy and balanced lives. You may not know it yet, but you have the power to rewire your own brain, giving you the freedom to have an incredibly happy and fruitful life, one that is of your own design. And we are blessed to have Josh with us here today. Josh, you ready to rock the house, my man?
1: Let's do this, Chris. Dude, man. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it, man. Thank you so much it. for being here. Thank you for having Dude. me on. I mean, what a great platform that you've built. Thank I know you. that you have awesome, amazing fans that are showing up, doing the work, challenging themselves, going to those dark places that mm. on the other side of, there's so, there, there's so many fruits for your labor. So keep going. It's amazing. Mm. Mm. Congra- you, congrats thank to you all. Congrats you. to you all.
0: Yeah. And thank you for everyone who's tuning in. You know, Josh and I see you. We acknowledge you for showing up, for doing the work, for tuning in and having fun along the journey because it doesn't have to all be like doom and gloom and hard work. It could be a lot of fun. Definitely. We can, so
1: We can absolutely have a good time. Yes. I'm all about <laughs> it. I'm all about that life, man.
0: So Josh, let's dive in to the theme of today, which is yeah. the power of words. We just want to hear your perspective on what that means to you, the power of words.
1: Yeah, Chris. Well, when before I even woke up to the power of words, I had got into this bad cycle, this negative cycle of shame and failure, and the tech startup that you know I poured everything into financially and emotionally and and hope wise and you know at my identity as a man, I uh, poured into. And so, as that started to crumble and fall apart around me, uh, so did. You know, everything fell apart and myself and who I thought I was, who I thought I was becoming, what I was building, what I was creating. And uh, that turned into a very dangerous cocktail of things that I was telling myself and things that I was associating with uh, that, you know, I was a failure. I didn't have any worth. And that if I wasn't successful or making millions, I wasn't a man and I wasn't, you know, able to go out and be proud of the world of what I had accomplished. And because that tech startup that, you know, all my friends and family and investors and, you know, so many people had heard me talking about for years and years, because it was falling apart, it it felt like a massive failure. And I felt like a failure in life. And all of those thoughts really just... I didn't realize, but I was rewiring my own brain negatively, and the neurons that fire together wire together. And if you're holding a lot of negativity and shame and pressure on yourself and negative self-talk, and you know, I, all of those bad things we can get into the habit of saying, it was actually training my own brain, and I didn't know it. And it, that's what brought me to that sixth floor of that parking garage that day when I had finally failed work, which was the final frontier that I had shielded, uh, you know, and been able to compartmentalize. And I thought I was hiding my crash and my downfall. And when I finally couldn't show up for work, that was it. I was like, this is, this is, I got nothing left. And so and that felt like a massive failure. And so standing there on the sixth floor of the parking garage, I looked over the edge and said, man, I know how to stop that noise and that, that like deafening pressure on myself. And, uh, that seemed like a viable way to just create peace in my life. And I didn't know that I could do that from within. So yeah, I'm on a huge mission to teach people that, uh, be really careful what, what you're holding in your brain and what you're telling yourself and the stories you're believing, because those do have an impact. And you might not think that, you know, just mumbling, you know, when you mess something up, mumbling, ah, I'm so stupid. You might Mm -hmm. not think that that has an impact, but those little affirmations add up to a lot. And when you're telling yourself that over and over and over again, man, you're, you're just creating this, this negative world. And gosh, Chris, we spend our whole lives with this one person. Yeah. Yeah. this is all we got and if this isn't a beautiful place to live up here, this becomes filled with a whole lot of negative beliefs and negative self-talk, then man, walking through life can get real dark real fast. So I hate I hate to come out heavy and serious, but we can go light and fun from here on out. No but, no uh, this no. is
0: this is great. <laughs> you know I, I appreciate your authenticity. I appreciate you getting our audience present to that moment in your life. You know, I think it's I think it's really, really powerful because sometimes we can pretend like everything is sunshine and rainbows. And in my opinion, yeah. you can't transform your life until you're willing to look into the darkness, you know, peer over the sixth floor of a parking garage yeah. down to the ground and like look at, wow, that's that's there's like darkness there. There's darkness in my life. I'm present to something's not quite right. You know, so I really, really appreciate you sharing that perspective because it's, it was a part of your journey and it's the reason why you're such a strong stand and advocate for people to really rewire their brain today and empower themselves. So dude, I just, I love that you had the strength and you had the persistence, the tenacity and willingness to confront that and look at how freaking far you've come, man. It's
2: beautiful.
1: Oh man, I'm so grateful for my crash and it took me a while to get there, but uh, you know, when, when we realize the gifts and we're open to the gifts and when we're not just shaking our fists at the world and saying, why me? Why did all this happen to me? And that was me for a lot of years. And when you can get past that and sit and see the gifts and see that, you know, gosh, man, I remember I was on the phone with my mom years after my crash, uh, probably two years after my crash. And I was talking to her and it hit me. It was like, boom, this ton of bricks came down. I realized that that whole time I thought I was building a side business Mm -hmm. and I kept checking in. Like as I got further out on a limb and exposed on this financial branch and I poured more money and more time and more hope into this side business, this Mm -hmm. tech company, um, here I thought I was building a business and the feeling kept coming back. Yes, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so I followed that and I got really bitter when it started to crash and fall apart. And, and you know we had all these horrible things happen. I got really bitter at the universe and at God and at the world. And I was like, why did you let me continue? Why was that? Why did that feel right? And then boom, when I was on the phone with my mom, it hit me. I was like, wow, I wasn't building a business at all that whole time. I was building me and dude, I started bawling and it was like, I was just so filled with gratitude at that time. So all that negativity for almost 10 years, I mean, it was was a long run. So to, so to have a 10 year lesson where the whole time I was just angry and frustrated and at the end of it to go, Oh my God, that was the gift. That was the, that process was the process to build me and to guide me to where I need to be in the in now in the second part of my life, yeah, which yeah. which is teaching other people how to do it. Which feels so authentic. It feels mm. so wonderful. And so yeah, it all had to happen. Dude. <laughs> and
2: Dude, I'm just so, so grateful.
0: Powerful. So powerful, man. This is this is gold. And I want to know. Um, What were some of the biggest lessons that you learned from that phase? What were you not doing back then in that time that you're now making sure that you execute and implement on in your life?
1: Yeah, well, I started out, you know, when I left that parking garage, I mean, I was a shell of a person and Mm -hmm. I really didn't have much to go from, um, except that I knew I had to do a lot of things differently. And I was like, okay, to get out of this, the way I'm doing life isn't working clearly you know i i I was like man this just isn't so i i gotta start to change some things and i had read a book about a tech startup guy up in silicon valley who had a horrible crash and i associated to him and i remembered that book and so i picked it up again and it was a very simple book it's called love yourself like your life depends on it Hmm. and uh um i reread that book and he tried an experiment where he said, I, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. And he said that all day, every day for a month. Mm. And his whole life turned around and the de- the depression he was under, you know, couldn't get off the couch for weeks, much like I was yeah. at the time. Like it all turned around and opportunities came forward to him and, wow. and, you know, his life just turned positive. And so I thought at this bottom point of my life, I said, you know what? Screw it. I got and Nothing to lose. I, okay, yeah, yeah, it can't get any worse. And so I decided to vlog about it. I was gonna yeah. hold myself accountable by pointing the camera on myself. Yeah. Which com coming from T V and being behind the camera my whole life, it's really weird to throw yourself in front of the camera and I'm I'm still getting used to it. But uh <laughs> but uh um So I vlogged about it and I too had this massive transformation and it was like, I mean, lightness came into my life, forgiveness, um, compassion, where I had been so pressure filled and hard on myself. And I know a lot of guys can relate to that too, because we are taught to just like grind it out and force life to bend to your will. And Mm -hmm. if it's not happening your way, just keep working harder and sleep less. And, you know, (laughs) and so that was me. And Mm -hmm man, this this lightness, this compassion, there started to be like space between my thoughts and breath. And so I was like, wow, this is amazing. After the end of that month, I said, this whole repetition thing, there's something to this. And so I just started experimenting on myself, really. And I would come to study the neuroscience of it later. I studied neuroscience for three and a half years afterwards because I wanted to understand all this yep. and, uh, and see what I could make repeatable to help other people. So I realized that there's this amazing thing. The the brain is an incredible tool, and we so are missing a handbook for this thing. <laughs> but uh, repetition is this really, really cool thing. Your brain uh, only takes up 10% of your body mass, but it takes up 30% of your body's energy. So it's an energy hog. And so anything that you think over and over and over in your mind um, repeatedly yeah. It, it starts to draw on the, brain, the body's energy, and your brain doesn't like that. It says, whoa, 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 why are you, whoa, time out. Why are you thinking this thing over and over again? You keep taking up all of our energy, and then you keep doing it. And around about the days that what I've read is between days 21 and 30, your brain goes, all right, stop. I get it. you want to keep holding this thing in your mind, so I'm gonna implant it to the deeper automated part of the brain Dang. where what's controlled with or that's uh breathing is controlled by heart rate all of that, and that takes up way less energy um, than your conscious part of your brain right so I had kind of unlocked this cool hack in the brain that the brain will install what you keep holding in your mind, and so I was like. After the month of self-love, I was, I was like, whoa, this is super cool. What else can I put in there? <laughs> yeah. And coming from years of success training, I know we talked about that a little bit. I did a, a, you know almost 10 years of success seminars. And um, I mean, even that to me, when I was on the sixth floor of the garage, I was like, how could somebody who's so well-trained be at this point? And mm. it's because I was stuck in those old ruts. And so these are ways we can install new patterns. And so after the month of self-love, I was like, all right, what? is one word, if I could pick one word for my crash, what would it be? And I was like, you know, it would be the word should, like Mm. all that, that pressure we put on ourselves. Mm. It was like, I should have seen the, um, the financial, you know, problems coming. I should have worked harder. I should have done this differently. I shouldn't have done that. And it was like, I was using this word against me yeah. And against myself so often that I was like, all right, I got to get this word out. Mm. So, so it was like, okay, I'm, for month two after leaving the garage, I did a reframe. I switched the word from should to could. Mm. So anytime, anytime I said it out loud or talking to somebody else, I would back up and restate the sentence with the word could. Yeah. And the word could has lightness. There's yeah. option. There's not that pressure. And, uh, so again, around about 23 days, my brain did the flip for me and I was able to eradicate the word and taking the word should off of myself, man, like I felt like I was just dropping heavy bags filled with lead and sand. And it was just like, my life got lighter and their joy started coming back into my life. And, appreciation for you know the things that i did have instead of focusing on all the stuff that i didn't have or that i was working towards and so man this is is
0: gold i want to highlight this because the (laughs) the should it's heavy because what i see it as it's like obligation you know like when you have when you are obligated to something you're trapped you're a prisoner right you have to do it whether you like it or not and that takes away the whole experience of free will and that's why we're here on this journey to to believe that we create our reality and we have have choice in what we do how we show up in in our life so i love taking should which is an obligation have to like i have to do this and move it to could well i could do that and it makes it more lighter more more possibility more options so i i love that and one thing i do personally is i i say either i get to today like i get to Uh, do x y and z or even more, I just learned it on, my, on the marathon a couple of weeks ago, I'm blessed to. I'm blessed yeah. to do this. I'm blessed to yeah. do this 12-hour marathon. I'm blessed to serve people. I'm blessed to take the trash out. I'm blessed to do the dishes. I'm blessed, you know? And it it just, yeah. it, it feels so good. <laughs>
1: yeah, cause, and you're absolutely right, man. There are people in this world that would kill to have the obligations yeah. that we do, you yep. know? And yep. so, yeah, to stop and really just, take that in and feel grateful for that opportunity uh, to to even have to take the trash out instead of living in a dumpster or living, you know, in filth and trash. So yeah, man, uh, you nailed it. 100%. 100%,
0: 100%. I love it, Josh. So you started changing your thoughts and then you were, you were like focusing on neuroscience as well. And then you, you wrote this book, right? Tell us, tell us about how like the journey unfolded (laughs) from there, man.
1: Yeah. Well then, so that was month two, month three. I started a gratitude practice where I wake up every morning and I do ten. I write down ten things I'm grateful for. I love it. I I do a positive I am statement because I realized I was using all of these negative I am's against Mm -hmm. myself you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm a failure or i am i'm not good enough or i'm not smart enough or you know all the all the silly things that we tell ourselves that just aren't true right so i started flipping those lies every morning i would ask myself what's a lie i'm believing today Mm -hmm. and i would flip that into a positive i am so if it's like i wake up and i'm like oh i'm too tired to get through the day it's like am i really too tired am i gonna die at five o'clock Am I just going to go tets up and buy the farm and that's it? The <laughs> day's, day's over? No, man. So it's just plain not true. So right. I, I would flip that into I am more powerful than I give myself credit for. Mm. And that, that would be a positive I am for the day. And then I write an boy from the day before, which is celebrating a win because mm-hmm. I was stuck in the entrepreneur mindset of always pushing for more, striving for more and never celebrating my wins. And so that was another area of positivity to infuse in the brain and keep the practice up. And then I would do an intention for the day and uh, really set the tone for the day. And that I do this every morning. And that practice alone, man, changed my world so huge. And I'm so grateful for that practice and the appreciation it's brought me for everything in my life. It's small and big. Yep. Um, and I was... You know, before my crash, I was living in a two, three bedroom uh, apartment or house in Burbank with a pool and a beautiful backyard. And after my crash, I lost everything. And I was happier renting a room in an apartment than I was with that whole house and the pool and all that stuff. And so it wasn't, it wasn't the things at all. It's generated from within. And I think that's the biggest, I think the biggest thing I, I want people to know is that We Too often, life happens to us um, from the outside and it generates an emotion or a feeling. Mm -hmm. And so we get caught in this belief that external things are what bring us happiness or pain. And that the only way to get happiness then is from external things. We get caught in this belief and we don't truly believe that we can generate happiness from within us and that we have that control to change our world by changing our thought patterns and changing and thus changing our emotions and giving us a whole new experience in life, and so I think that's like the number one thing I love sharing with people mm. is your outside world doesn't control your inner state nope. and you one thousand percent have control over that mm. and so but yes and we haven't been taught that, and so I get it it's it's weird and it's tough at first, and um you know yeah, we'll. Some of these tools are the ways that you can daily start to rewire those neural networks in your brain, and you're, you are creating new neural pathways, and it does grow your brain. The gray matter, they've proven through multiple studies that gray matter in your brain can grow. So yeah. you can grow your brain.
2: Dude. Dude. Super cool.
0: I, I love, love it. It's, it's like it's the, the neuroplasticity, people thinking that they're locked into a certain way of being. This is who I am. That's that's who I am. Sorry, I can't change it. It's like, no, yes, you can. You can you can yeah. do anything you set your mind to if you're willing to like let go of who you used to be, you know, and, yeah. and step into a whole new way of being and behaviors and way of thinking and energy that goes with that.
1: Yeah, you said yourself you were a shy guy when you were younger. Yep. It's like I, I do not see a shy person sitting in front of me <laughs> today. So had you subscribed to those beliefs oh, for man. the rest of your life, man, you wouldn't know the Chris that you are today, you know? Yeah. It's like I know, and I too I had to um I was misdiagnosed when I was young with ADD. Um and I'm actually bipolar and it's something that I had to deal with and had to um work with as uh, as an adult and that comes with an active racing mind that runs runs pretty hot and so mm-hmm. that's why too i had to learn all this to create balance and peace in my life
2: yeah.
1: um but when i was young i was misdiagnosed and so they gave me ritalin um as in third grade and so i thought as a kid with not being able to put things together properly in a young mind mm-hmm. i thought i had to take a pill to be equal to the other kids And so then I was like, what does that mean? That means I'm stupid. And man, I bought into that belief hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. And it it took me till my late 20s to shed that. But it affected the jobs I applied for, the the things that I thought I could do and achieve in my life. Just subscribing to that lie uh, because it is a lie. You know, it's not based in truth. It's not based in reality. And so, yeah, that that lie really affected what I thought I could do and achieve and go out for in my life. So these beliefs are strong. It's like, man, and a lot of them aren't based in reality whatsoever.
0: Right. It's just stories that we picked up interpretations of, reality that we said, that's the truth. That's how it is. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm not enough. I'm not lovable. Right. All yeah. this, all this junk. It's like, no, like that's not the truth. It's whatever we say we are. And I, I think it's, it's interesting. Cause it's like on one hand it's yes, whatever you choose, whatever you say you are, whatever you reinforce, I choose to take even more like a higher spiritual nature to, Hey dude, I'm bored of stardust. You know, I'm a divine being of light. Like I, I am yeah. infinitely worthy, <laughs> infinitely abundant infinitely prosperous and and you know successful like there's no amount of external thing that could ever measure up to just being
1: yeah exactly yeah i heard somebody call it reverse paranoia where uh where you think that the entire universe is conspiring for you yeah and uh i i loved that and i love thinking that way because it's like yeah when you do start to i mean your your brain your reality um uh, there's there's no different difference inside your head between an actual event mm. or a thought experience mm. um they are equally the same and they are equally real in your mind mm. so man let's meditate let's create some awesome experiences let's like build this awesome place in our minds let's so let's buy into reverse paranoia. Yeah, man, Every everything in the universe is working for me. And if it, if it's not exactly happening my way, it's because it's happening for me in a better way down the road right. that I don't, I don't see yet. That's right. And so it's like, when you start buying into that stuff and believing in that and really just kind of like surrendering and letting go to the whole experience mm-hmm. of it all and trusting that it, all of this is for our greater good. And we are learning the things we need to learn. It's like, Man, that's when life really starts to become fun and just blissful. And, you know, you just start to appreciate every little thing, even the – and I hate to even call it bad stuff because it's like yeah. now I, I see them as opportunities. Yeah, it's
0: contrast, <laughs> opportunities, gifts. Yep, yep.
2: Yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so. also you said – um something you said made me think of God, universe, source, creator, never says no. It just says, um, you know, not yet. Uh, It's, it's on its way or something like that. Or I have something even better planned for you, right? Like whenever we pray or ask for something, it's like not yet, or it's something's even better is coming. So I love, I love thinking that way that, you know, we're always being guided. The reverse paranoia is awesome. So Uh, Tell us about the book. I know you're you're currently rewriting it, and you wrote it. So tell us more about that, man.
1: So the book is called Ship for Brains, S H I P. Um, And (laughs) that's because I I watched a uh, it was some TV show about cruise ships, and Uh and you know I like learning when I watch TV, and so it was some Nova thing or something like that. Uh Cruise ships are such large objects that they're uh, susceptible to winds and to the currents of the ocean, and that actually a cruise ship is off course most of the time. The captain Mm. is slightly course correcting, uh, you know, little adjustments as you go, as he sails along throughout the ocean. Well, in my experience, and I think a lot of people's experience, we don't know that there's a control room in the ship, Mm. and, and the brain, where we have control. And so I was on the bow of my ship yelling at the winds and yelling at the waves, the things that I couldn't control, and the things in life that we'll never be able to control. And uh, I was trying to read the winds and read the conditions. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, it was like I was wasting all of this energy, exhausting myself on the bow of my ship, whereas all I needed to do was get off the bow, get up into the control room, the brain, figure out what a few of these buttons and knobs do, what a few of these hacks are. Yep. And then actually just course correct slightly mm. more more often through controlling our thoughts and controlling our habits and, and good behaviors. Mm. And that makes it so much easier to sail to your goal rather than going way off course one way and then having to sail all the way back the other way and zigzagging. I was like zigzagging across the Atlantic forever. <laughs> and uh, so that's why it's... A, it, Essentially called ship for brains. And then I called, I've created an online course. Um, Mm -hmm. again, I'm, I'm sort of a voracious problem solver. I kind of just like want to know why everything works. and That's why I studied so much in the brain. And so I was like, man, how can I make this repeatable for somebody Mm -hmm. else to follow? And so I created an eight week course. And I wrote the book, and these were all like two years ago, um, and I'm in the middle. I've learned so much more, and I feel like I can give so much more to people, and so I'm in the middle of a rewrite, and the book's really strong. It's all, all of this is coming out again this fall, um, and I'm reshooting my eight-week course. So it's an eight-week video course, a half hour or less a video a week one tool to remember each week and something to think about. And they're all mental exercises mostly except for the gratitude list.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, And then for the gratitude list, I'm creating an app. Uh, so you can do that digitally and use the push notifications to remind you of daily affirmations. And so I'm really trying to build a lot of tools to just immerse people in this whole kind of like, positive thinking experience that ends up translating into a positive life and mm. so that's kind of what i'm trying to do with all these tools and when i'm I, I you know they're it's all backed in in deep science and yeah. deep studies so even though I haven't launched anything yet, I'm really, really hopeful and really excited that these are going to do some pretty cool things. Uh, definitely,
0: definitely, man. And I know one of the communities you really want to impact is the recovery community. Can you share a little bit more about why that's on your heart or the impact that you want to make with them?
1: Definitely. Well, you know, I think it's all too common, uh, like I talked to, or like you talked about at the intro, the modern world is triggering triggering the crap out of us and yep. our brains really evolved in a much slower time mm. and it's 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 interesting too the brain is a really bad judge of sort of severity of things mm. um so when you are rejected on social media or you know something like that happens it feels like Death, And if you think about it, back Mm -hmm. in the time, the hundreds of thousands of years, our brains evolved Mm -hmm. and we lived in tribes and villages. If you were rejected from the tribe and forced out onto the plains on your own, Mm -hmm. it it might actually mean death. I mean, being surrounded by a group is much safer than being out exposed on your own. And so it seems like simple things these days, but in your brain, they're really huge events. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're getting triggered and it's so prevalent now that people use drugs, alcohol, sex, even obsessively working out things that seem positive can be used as an escape from, from, yeah, Yeah. numbing. Exactly. And I fell victim to that too. I very much used alcohol, during my crash and I abused alcohol to quiet my brain and to escape and to create that peace and quiet. And so I did, man, I went to, I went to rehab, I went to treatment and, um, I, this is where I woke up was there and, and sort of at the lowest point of my life. And, uh, so yeah, I'm really ha- passionate about helping the, the people that think the only way to get out of this is through numbing again it's that mm. belief that something external will change your internal state you know yeah. and that by by taking that alcohol it creates that relief well we can create that relief on our own yeah. and it greatly takes away your need to numb or you know just watch tv to tune out the bad crappy day that you had you know it's like we we have tools we just haven't been taught
0: right yeah right. So. And I, I love that. It's like if only we were taught when we were growing up how to <laughs> deal with these emotions and change our thinking. And you know, thank, thank God, thank the universe, whatever that this. Um, awareness this information is just like spreading so fast you know it's like we're on the, the forefront the the cutting edge of of this enlightenment age of people getting this wisdom getting the the knowledge and the information the training the support coaching apps you know books whatever seminars whatever it is like there's so many different channels that people can get what they need in the method and the the modality that they best learn in because some people might want to just start with an app you know and like they're always on their phone they're just like man i'm always on my phone i just need something to remind me to be more positive positive. and then some people might not use technology that much and they want to go to like live events and that being around people being in community is like super important for them so for everyone there's something
2: for them you know
1: yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. It, it is. It's a really fun time, and I do believe that we're we're in a in sort of a a, a moment in our evolution that we are moving from surviving into thriving. Yes. And yes and this the seas the tides are rising and it's raising all ships you know we're all coming up in consciousness and awareness and uh and there are so many tools and so many beautiful people like you that are spreading this amazing message and so it's a very fun time and it's really cool to see and it's just like i just want to reach as many people as i can and help yeah. help them wake up to their thoughts and the power they have it's just it's it's such a fun quest because man when i was asleep at the wheel i had no idea it was like i mean i i don't know how you were before you woke up but it was like i was just reacting to the world i I was a jerk (laughs) (laughs) i was a dick (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad i didn't know the chris then
0: i know know it i know it it all that like didn't need
1: anybody man that was that was neat (laughs) wow yeah 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 no, and I was, you know, all my decisions were fear based yeah. and and shame based, and you know, so and trying to hide. My biggest thing, I think, there was a really cool email. What started all this for me? I got an email from a woman who um, I was on her mailing list. She was some, uh, so, uh, basically, some self help or coach, something like that. Right. And I and I can't remember who she was, but in her email, there was this one line and it was what you are most afraid to show the world mm. is your great is your greatest gift. Mm. And and at that point I was like, wow, what and I knew exactly what it was. Like as soon as I read it, I was like that I'm bipolar and that mm. I went to treatment and that I had this massive crash and that I was a failure and it, 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 all of that was happening around that time and that was really my turnaround to go. Okay. Um there's there's something to say in all of this, and there's something to you know if hey, if a bipolar alcoholic who was numbing and couldn't control his thoughts can turn all this around, then you know that might give hope to somebody else too definitely, so.
0: definitely. there's there's healing through sharing your story number 1 cuz you get to like just say man like uh, i'm tired of keeping this stuff down it's time to release it and you know i think that there's a a journey of being of willingness to being able to share that you know it might start in a one on one conversation with someone who you really trust it might start in sure. a in an aa or na meeting it might start at these different places but um eventually you start saying well you know like if i can share it there then i can share it on social media and just let people know like This is something I dealt with. I I was ashamed. I was really, you know, disempowered by it. But it's something I've been working on. I will continue to work on. And I'm I'm overcoming. I'm I'm the victory uh, victor of this. I'm the champion over this. This has no control over me. Like I'm way more powerful than this. And it's like sharing a story like that gives people permission to to just be themselves, like, man. Like if Chris is dealing with this, if Josh is dealing with this, like what, I I, I can just be me.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. it it does. It gives people a a chance to to feel and a chance to heal. And, um, and that's the true gift. And it's like, man, if, if that's, you know, the gifts that I've received and the insights and just the, the beautiful life that I have by forgiving myself Mm. and, you know, yes, that's part of my story, but it's not. It's not defined. It doesn't define me. You know, I'm so, so much more. And so that gift that's come out of all of this, has just been so beautiful. And I just, I feel, I deeply feel just blessed and grateful that all of it happened. And, Mm. you know, to say that even sounds crazy, but (laughs) it it, it is, I'm just so grateful. So, yeah, well, uh, I think
0: it's, it's a, like, according to society to say, I'm grateful for pain, I'm grateful for suffering, I'm grateful for the lessons, the gifts that were not easy. Like, people are like, why would you be grateful for that? And it's when we can tr- like just totally trust and accept and love ourselves through that and, and just say, you know what, like that was an aspect of me. And, you know, this is something I've been, I've been like, it's been coming up for me recently is like, I mentioned I was a jerk before, right? Like when I was, you know, 18, 21, the know-it-all, the, the ego, right. was just totally running rampant. There's a time and a place for that Chris to come out. And like if I got to take take the wheel and steer, if I got to take command, take charge of a situation, if there's someone who's like being a a jerk to me, being verbally abusive, then I might have to escalate to that. So I don't want to be afraid of that. I just get to say that's something I only – Use responsibly. and I have discernment. I have wisdom over that. It was running my life. Now I, I channel it. I'm I'm a powerful channeler of of you know rage. You know anger and rage are such powerful emotions to get people into momentum to get them yeah. started. If people are stuck and like apathetic and you know depressed, channel that into anger in a healthy way to get you yeah. in momentum so that you can get things like gratitude and appreciation.
1: Totally. Yeah. Um, they are useful tools. And there is a reason that we, you know, we have been who we were and, and, and all of that too. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's so amazing. And, um, and there are, you know, it's the, it's the culmination uh, g- growing how we've, I, I used to think when I was going to all those success seminars, I think yeah. what I'm trying to say is when I was going to all the success seminars, I thought there was going to be some one big aha <laughs> thing that was going to change my life and turn it around. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be like, boom, all the lights just came on in the room and I'm like, ah, I get it now. And I see it now. And uh, <laughs> you're already shaking your head. You know, it's coming. It's, it's a a bunch of tiny little baby things that, I never, I always thought when I get this, I'll be happy Mm -hmm. when I make my first million and then I can take care of my body and work out and eat better. But for now, I just need to eat this quick thing to get me through so I can keep working, working, working. And it's like, no, sleep, (laughs) sleep hygiene, a a gratitude list, putting good fuel in your body moving your body going out for hikes or walks or working out and it's like all of those tiny little things that you wouldn't think make a difference um here's an example okay so i love to use this one because people get it uh you know when you're gonna buy a car mm-hmm. a new car and you look up that car online well uh that vehicle was always there before mm-hmm. you know that car was on the road. But you just never noticed it, and now that you start shopping for that car, you see it everywhere. Yeah. you see it, it in the parking lot at the grocery store, and you see it uh, uh you know on the other side of the highway going the other way. you start to see it everywhere yep. and it's not that a thousand people went out and bought that car the night before, and now there's a ton more on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's that our brains are these amazing tools at filtering the world. Um, and because we're bombarded with thousands of bits of information all day long, and your brain is dismissing what's not dangerous or what's not important. And, and so you literally don't even see it. Your brain's just dismissing these things and only showing you what's important or what you're, you've been focusing on. Mm. So, So when you're caught in these negative ruts and negative cycles, your brain finds negativity in the world and highlights it, just like mm-hmm. that car. And the opposite happens when you start thinking, when you start a gratitude list, and you start uh, appreciating the things that you do have. You'll walk outside and go, "Oh wow, it's a beautiful day today." Whereas when you're this negative, just you know, focused in you know gruff angry entrepreneur that's you know pissed off about this or that you walk outside and you're stuck in your head about all the shit that's going wrong stuff sorry I don't know yeah. if you swear I just you, you but-, <laughs> but uh so yeah it's it's not just like oh you know oh meditating oh thinking happy thoughts it's not just a happy way to live it mm. actually filters what you see and your experience in life so your life actually does change like literally changes all around you because your brain starts finding these things in the world that you just straight didn't see before Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so it and they call it manifesting and they call it you know these uh, there's some woo-woo things that it it sounds like oh you know hey happy thoughts (laughs) Uh, um but no, it's like the brain actually now finds those things. So your yeah. life does change. It literally does. And so super, super cool stuff. I mean, it's just like, man, I've read so many books on the brain and what it can do. And it's just, it's An amazing tool. My next book will be the missing handbook for the brain. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. It's it's like so untapped the potential, the the abilities of our brain, of our bodies. So untapped. We are so asleep to that level of power, and uh, you know, every day is another opportunity to reconnect and remember what we are equipped with from birth and really step into that power, man. So Josh, this is this is gold, man. I love it. And I want to talk to you a little bit more. Uh, we haven't talked about it much yet, but you being on the set of Shark Tank, which is freaking awesome, dude. Um, yeah. I want to hear some of the biggest, biggest lessons and tell people about what you do um, on Shark Tank and just tell us about your experience, man.
1: Yeah, totally. So I've been, you know, I've had a really great TV career and even though I've been trying to get out for years, I'm super grateful and I've been a part of some really awesome shows. I was on Deadwood back in the day and I did Key and Peel. I did the new Twin Peaks and I've been on Shark Tank for 11 years. So some really, really just fun, creative projects where That's I got nice. to just be, you know, be a super creative being and just pump out some wacky stuff, especially those years I did with Comedy Central. But um uh, but no, man, uh, Shark Tank has been like, gosh, I feel like I've gotten my MBA on the show just through osmosis, yep, yep. <laughs> through being on set with the Sharks every day. And so what I do myself is for the entrepreneurs. So hmm. um, a lot of them don't know, like, design, or they'll just have some trade show stuff. I mean, a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs, so they right. know. It's like, you know, if I if I said, hey, come on TV and explain your idea in the best visual way you can, some <laughs> some people are like, uh. You know? <laughs> so we help them communicate their idea their problem that they're solving you That's know amazing. their their business in a in a visually engaging way for the sharks not only the sharks but for the 9.4 million viewers we have that are watching through the lens of the camera at you know on their TV at home so Damn. we're we're designing for the close up shots and for the uh you know for those those really cool like you know rack focus from yeah. the entrepreneur to their to their table with their cool solution on there, mm-hmm. and so that's what we offer every one of the entrepreneurs, so we'll design for about two hundred a season wow. Uh, wow and uh which is crazy, and so they ship all their stuff from l a we connect them with builders with rental houses with graphics printers we yeah. we just spitball all these creative ideas and they either go for it or they don't and right. we're just we're just there to help so it's like okay. man i get paid to help entrepreneurs which so is amazing. so much so wow. much fun in its own right and then uh working with the sharks so we get about 10 minutes between uh from one pitch to the next so i have 10 minutes to set to strike one display right. with, our t- with our team. We have an amazing team uh, working with us that are super awesome guys and all uh, awesomely talented as well. And so we strike one setup while the sharks are in their chairs and on their phones and doing their social media and the makeup <laughs> people are touching them up. And we, we bring out this whole new world and set up the whole next display for the next entrepreneurs. And then, boom, they walk down the hall. And uh, so... And I think what a lot of people don't know is that the sharks have like no idea who these people are. Uh we we hide all of our production materials so they don't get to see any of the business names. Right. They can't they can't look up any of these companies beforehand. Um mm. so truly when those people walk down the hall and we don't stop the cameras. So they do their pitch and it rolls into Q&A and the cameras roll for as long as Q&A goes. So our shortest pitch was 22 minutes and our longest pitch was over two hours damn and so our whole day is in flex we have no idea how the day is gonna go (laughs) so we just we just all have to stay flexible and so we try and shoot 10 pitches a day which is uh it's a lot and we do that in about a 12-hour day and the shark the sharks are amazing i mean to stay focused like that intently and i even asked cuban one time i was like man you got I was like, you guys are so good at finding like the smallest crack in a business and exposing this crack and figuring Mm. out the the problem. And I said, you guys can smell this from like a mile away. I was like, how did, how did you get to that point where you're that good? And I said, what is it skill or some talent that you have? Or did you just screw up that many times? Mm. And Cuban looked me dead in the eyes and said, yeah, man, I effed up a lot. (laughs) So I was like, got it. Okay. It's on the back of those bad experiences, that learning, you know, that he now is this like super genius on things, on problems that these businesses have. And so uh, it's been really inspiring working with all of them. And they're really, really cool people. They're just so pro business. They always ask me how how this is going. Uh, The books coming along. Damon John jumped on my podcast to support me, and so I was like, "Man, I was like, seriously?" I asked him, just thinking that I was going to get a no, and he's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Your family, dude. Let's do it." And I was like, "Wow, really?" And uh, so he showed up, and it was just like, "It's." They're such cool people because they've come from nothing and they know the fight that all of you are doing. That Mm. I was doing. It's a universal struggle: entrepreneurship and building. Um, building tools for people to make their lives better, you know, that's what all business is really. It's yeah. solving problems and making people's lives better. Yeah. And uh so they get it. Big time. So-
0: so they they are solving a lot of problems, right? Like the the yeah. size that a business grows to is proportional to the number and size of problems solved. So yeah. um, they've achieved shark rank, you know, so to speak, and and being successful uh, through their problem solved. Josh, I see you solving that level of problems in the world and solving a lot of people's problems. Um, is that something that you are excited or or on the journey to uh. to make that level of impact?
1: In the world, oh yeah, it's yeah. like that—that that numbing tool, you know, the numbing that we do, and the believing that we are our brains and we are those negative thought patterns. Like, mm. yeah, that's universal across the world, across any language. I mean, we're all in our heads, and so <laughs> uh, and so many of us struggle with that. So, yeah, I was like, man, when I started figuring this stuff out, I was like, God, I gotta share it with the world. Thinking I felt, big,
2: thinking big
1: yeah but it was like there too you know as we grow it's yeah. like i i had to raise my ceiling yep and, and be like you know how how can i give on a global level and yeah. i had to accept that role and go man and and get past those fears of like who am i to teach this stuff who am yeah. i to you know i don't have a psych degree i don't have you know nifty letters at the end of my name <laughs> and I, I don't you know i didn't come from some school but then yeah. I, I look at the sharks and I look at other examples in the world and I'm like, Mm -hmm. and and I draw, you know, when you can't draw from your own, I guess, power yet, Mm -hmm. look, look to the world, look to reality and say, and say, is this belief that's going on in my head? Mm -hmm. Is it based in truth? You know, can somebody break through that and not have, you know, Tony Robbins doesn't have a a psych degree and it's like, you know, he was just a study of humans and the human condition. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, we all are too, yourself, myself. And um, so, yeah, it's like, but it is hard to get past that stuff and I'll fully admit that that was real in the beginning. And so to, to keep answering that call and to keep believing that you can and blowing the and stretching those bounds stretching that bubble of what you think you can do and you can achieve and making yourself uncomfortable, I think is a really fun tool when you can start to embrace that um, Mm. because that discomfort is your growth. Mm. And that, that's where the magic is happening. So I, I, I think it was last year or the year before my, um, my new year's resolution was to be uncomfortable that year a lot. Wow. And man, and man, I sure, I sure manifested that one because that was a really weird year. <laughs> <laughs> I was really uncomfortable, and so uh, yeah. In some ways, I got to be careful what I wish for now. Uh, but uh, yeah, that discom- in that discomfort is your growth yeah. and is your stretching. And you know, I'm not going to say everything perfect, and I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be able to command the stage like Tony could right out of the gates and I'm gonna fail and life is sticky and messy and dirty and it never quite goes your way and there's text failures and things work and audio will drop out and you know what all that's okay
0: Yep. You just keep, keep rolling. You know, it's like that ability to stay centered and peaceful and joyous and trusting that everything is working out in the, in the storm. You know, that's, that's like really powerful people, powerful human beings that create their reality and, uh, you know, great leaders to work with as well, man. So this is, this is gold, Josh. I know everyone has loved this conversation. They want to continue their journey. They want to find out more about the podcast, the book, all you got coming up. Um, So tell them how they can stay connected with you and even reach out and connect with
2: you, man.
1: Oh, totally. I'd love to hear from you guys first and foremost. So please reach out. Uh, I'm most active on Insta and uh, the Facebook fan page. So um, Instagram is at Josh Richer. Uh, That's J-O-S-H-R-I-T-C-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the website is your mental com. Mm-hmm. The podcast is your mental best. And if anything excited you, the upcoming book, the eight week course, the video course that I'm shooting and the app, just go to your mental com. I created a little, um, email up, and don't worry. I, 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 I'm very serious on this. I hate spam. Yep. I really, really hate spam and yep. salesy emails. So I will only keep you up to date when I launch these products. So believe me when I say that I hate that crap too. So I'm going to be really mindful and very gentle with your emails. And I promise I'll only send you updates on the good stuff that, that is meant to help you and to help Mm. all of us. You know, it's like, That's that's, that's, that's the true goal. So it's like, I want to go from, you know, into full lives of thriving and just joy and happiness and appreciation and I've. I feel like I'm even still early on in that quest. I could mm. do so much more. So I'm just so grateful for all all the tools that I've learned, all the teachers that I've had, and all the amazing, inspiring people like you that I get to share this journey with, yes. and share fun ideas, and share inspirations, and things that you know we've both learned. It's just mm. and this platform that you could here to to really just expose uh, these amazing, beautiful people to all uh, to you know a to z what what is working for people out there and what because you know different things work for different you know people and different ones of us you know i'm I'm an audio person i don't do i'm not a big reader i love audiobooks and that works Mm -hmm. for me and so yeah it's like grab little nuggets from and and create your own amalgamation and a belief what speaks to your heart is your truth, and so mm-hmm. I think for everybody out there, it's like there's no one real set path, and these are all just you know useful suggestions. But whatever, whatever perched up your heart, grab that and and snap that's it right. together like little Legos and build this cool multicolored house because uh, uh, that's what it's all about is just staying genuine and and being being truthful to you.
0: Mm, I love it, Josh. This is so powerful. Everyone stay connected with this epic human being, big, big things coming from you, Josh. And I appreciate you taking the time to share with our audience, to, to love on us, man, and just share about your journey and, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, like the contrast, the gifts, the lessons, because it's really shaped you into this beautiful being you are today, man, force of light and love that's awakening the planet. So I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you too. And all the listeners and the work that you, I want to acknowledge the work that everybody's doing and that it isn't easy. And we have bosses who are, you know, jerks and we've got challenging situations that, that really test our new knowledge and push us. And we've got, you know, maybe family members that don't believe in this stuff and, and we're, we're having to bust out of those boxes that we that we've been put in, you know, from our past. And so I just want to acknowledge all the work that all of you are doing to to push through and to break through and to be bigger, better, brighter and not just bigger in a sense of, you know sort of an ego way of being bigger, being a bigger human being. Right. A bigger, a
0: bigger light, a bigger force yeah, in the world. Yeah. Like the world's counting on you. People need you. <laughs> exactly, man. It's
1: like, you know, you're filling up your well so that you can feed and water, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. It's like, you got to fill yourself first and make yourself whole. And it's not from an ego point. It's from a, you know, it's like now I feel like this responsibility to like fill myself so that I can just keep giving and I can just, and I have so much more to give now from this whole place than I do from when I was thinking small and living small Mm -hmm. and living in hope and living in fear and all of that, you know, it's like, I, there was nothing to give because I was just stuck in survival. Mm -hmm. And so, so bless, bless all of you for all of the amazing work that you're doing so that you can go on to inspire and help and just be be amazing people out in the world. I'm just so stoked for all of you guys. Mm.
0: I love, it. So. I love your big heart Josh you're such an amazing man and uh, anyone who's who's in a relationship with you has you in their life is just absolutely blessed the um you know Shark Tank crew and team and sharks are blessed to have you there and your presence your intention your energy your love man you're doing amazing things and this is just the freaking beginning of the oh impact. man huge huge impact is coming for yes. us man so dude I appreciate you have an amazing rest of your day, okay, Josh?
1: Thank you, Chris, yourself as well. Thank you, everybody, and have a blessed and wonderful afternoon. Enjoy learning more. I mean, what an amazing lineup. Holy <laughs> <laughs> cow, You guys are in it. You are in growth mode. So That's I right, baby. I thank you it. again. Awesome.
0: We'll see you soon, Josh.
1: All right. Thanks.
0: From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode. But this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step